0: Hey one, you ain't even have to do it like that, man. Hey yo, shout out to Jamar too, man. Rude ain't that.
1: Pacho. You know it's my time, yeah I'm on my grind. You know that it never stops. Stop. I'm stacking it up like it's Legos, but there's not no Legos. I'm on the block, oh. on the block. riding around my town. Vision so profound, I'm cool with you hating now. If you put in work, you gon' see it working. Now you gon' see it's the greatest now. Greatest now. Root. The root of everything, we get to the root of
0: everything. Root. The root of everything, we get to the root of everything. Root. Riding around my town. Vision so profound, I'm cool with you hating now. <laughs> if you put in work, you gon' see it working. Now you gon' see
1: it's the greatest now. Greatest now.
0: Welcome to season two and episode three of the Root of Everything podcast today. I'm super excited to have a close friend, a great individual, Ms. Jess. For the culture, how you doing Jess?
1: <laughs> I'm good, Jamar. How are
0: you? That is such a Jess start of the podcast. Yes, it is. It is but it I'm is. so glad to have you on here and to speak about, you know, just the passionate individual you are and what you do on a daily basis. So I like to start off the podcast with something to really set the shape up for the rest of the podcast. Because how are we going to ask these questions if we don't know? What is your passion and what do you what do you think your definition of success is?
1: My definition of success? Wow, you just running in with the questions. Okay. Um, I guess my definition of success would be, uh, being happy, like making it to the Mm. top, making it to the top and being happy and passionate with what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know? And when I say making it to the top, I don't mean like, you know, you got all this money. I mean like making it to the top of what you, Mm. what the goal that you set, getting there, getting to where you want it to be and being happy at where you're at. Mm -hmm. That's when you've achieved success.
0: And what's the passion? What, what is Jess's passion? And don't say something that people think is your passion. Be as detailed or unique about what your passion is.
1: Well, I guess right now my passion is pertaining to at least my for the culture clothing. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Like, I have this dream that I want to, you know, I want to open up stores, you know, and and give people opportunities in each one of these stores. Give people work, obviously, opportunity for work and opportunity to to sell themselves Mm -hmm. in my place of business. Like, I want to give people the opportunities that Mm. I didn't get, and and by doing that, um, I also want to raise money you know, in, from these shops and give it to each, every one of the flags and the countries that I represent on my designs. That, like, that is literally my passion to to open up my own business and to, mm. to make opportunities for the people, mm. you and, know?
0: And I think one thing that was beautiful about today, and if y'all don't know yet, if you're just listening to this, we went through Jess's whole day in terms yes, of, you know, making a shirt and doing everything. So, like, every part of that process, I could tell you were passionate about what you're doing. Oh,
1: 100%, 100%. It's not easy. Like, it, it may be... You know it's tedious, but I mean, you very you have to be dedicated to what you do. To be honest with you,
0: definitely. And the thing for me and what I love to display when I do it is, I tend to not be as happy as the other person. I tend to be like, dang, I have to cut out this little piece for the for the blue part on yes, the just for the do. culture. I have to yes. do this. Uh-huh. Like that's where it shows. Like if you don't really love what you're doing, how are you gonna do this exactly. for the rest of your life?
1: Which is why, I said when you achieve success, you got to be happy with what you're. Mm-hmm. You got to be happy with what you're doing. I'd be happy.
0: That's beautiful. And so the thing about passion and being happy is some people don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. So could you kind of go through the story about how you found that this is what your passion, this is what you want to do when it comes to just for the culture? Can you kind of display that whole journey and what kind of transpired to this point?
1: Oh, Absolutely. Um, so it, it, literally, I'll take you back to the beginning. Um, but I, you know, I won't, I won't dawn in it, but, <laughs> uh, it all started in my African American Heritage club at, oh, yeah. uh, high pre- school. Exactly. My uh-huh. predominantly white high school. And, you know, summer going into my senior year and I just wanted to leave my mark on the school. I wanted to leave my legacy mm-hmm. and, um, I had to start with the club, you know, that's the one place cause I already had a, you know, position there as a, a president of the African American club. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'll use my platform. Use my platform to let everybody know what I'm about. And let everybody know what the club is about as well. You know, that we're not just a name, but we're uh, a group of unique and diversified individuals trying to make a difference. Mm. And so I started by, you know, thinking like, oh, what can I do? Shirts? Okay, bet. I could do that. But I didn't have the inspiration to go yet. Like, I wanted to do it, but then I also was like, uh, I'm not sure. Mm. Until, you know, I saw this one actor, Tom Williamson. And, you know, he started posting videos. He gave me the motivation to do it. DM'd him. He got back to me. He was like, all right, sis, like, what's stopping you? Like, do it. And I was like, okay, bet. Design the images, you know. Got it logoed, and now here I was presenting it to the principal with uh, my moderator who believed in me at the time. And uh, she denied it, and I was like, damn, that's crazy. Um, And you know, it was because I had a, you know, originally the image had a fist uh, for a little black paddle fist. Yeah, and she, you know, she thought it was offensive, you know, and that it meant we were trying to fight, but it was just a symbol of black pride. Mm -hmm. And so when that got denied, you know, I I just, I got so much, uh, I got discouraged to be honest with you. I wasn't gonna do it anymore. But the guy actor I was telling you about he was like well stop me from doing it again like you did it once just do it again mm. so you know that's what i did you know i i except this time i was like i'm gonna take the input of people in the club and let them know what what really happened and that i'm still gonna be working for y'all because mm-hmm. i want y'all to be hurt so i did that first meeting talked to them you know took the, the 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 vision that they had the vision i had vision that dj had put it all together showed it to them they were like yeah this is dope and then we got it made. Uh, only problem is though we, there was a little obstacle, which this, is, this, this story is how it became my passion. Like, mm. Because the obstacle that we went through, the obstacle I had to overcome was um, of the, I think it was like two days before the shirts were going to be made, before DJ had to go talk to you know, whoever he mm-hmm. had to to get the shirts made and whatnot. He got in a car accident, and it mm. was um, October 14th of 2017. And so, you know, obviously it stopped him from doing that. And it was it was bad. He was he was left in a coma for about two weeks. Um, and I was I was discouraged mm. the next day when I went to the hospital to see him, though, you know, seeing him in that ICU, it just it awoken something in me, mm. you know, like, because I, I know I was going to do this. one hundred percent. I knew I wanted to do this. You know, we fought so hard, but the fact that we fought so hard and I was thinking he was going to be stopped by like this big, op- this big obstacle in the way that really was that. Like, I was like, no, this, this isn't it. Like, this isn't it. So seeing him in that bed, just his dad said to me, he looked me in the eyes and he said, you know, DJ told me about this work that you, you guys were doing, he told me how passionate he was, he told me how much he was helping you. I want you to finish what you started. Mm. And I was like, bet. That's all I needed. This, what, 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 what seemed to be a bump in the road turned into a mission accomplished. So what I did was, you know, I took orders, I raised money, I emailed the guy that he was looking for. I found him, you know, and I got it done. And, you know, I sold it to the members of my school. And then that story that I just told you, I actually had to write uh, a story to get into temple and, mm. you know, um, an essay. And that's what I used. And originally it was a bump in the road and I was stuck with it. I was like, what should I do? What should I do? I don't know, understand. I don't understand. And then it became mission accomplished once I figured out how to do everything. And in my senior year, you know, I, I, he, he, you know, woke up on uh, October 27th is when he opened his eyes. It's funny. October 27th is when the shirt got delivered. Wow. October 27th is uh, 1027. And that's Mark 1027 is what we used to pray for him to come out of the coma mm. and it's uh, it's the Bible verse the mark ten twenty seven that says with God all things are possible, and that's now for the culture day because ten twenty seven really is is close to my heart it really is wow and and that's 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 how it became my passion because I used that story to get into temple, and then I you know I sold my shirts there and originally when I was coming to temple business is like business is my minor right now, and you know like I'm in the fox school business because mm-hmm. of you know because of what I do. Like I love it so much that I made that my I made that you know my career path. Mm. Before it was like I'm gonna do law, like I'm gonna do law and mm. I'm gonna be straight. But when I came here and I realized how much business I was getting, how much interaction, how much people liked mm. what I was doing and the shirts, I was like, I'm good at it, so why not continue? You know, like people keep telling me you're very personable. You know, you seem very determined. You know, responsible leadership. Like you did this, you're running this shit practically by yourself. You know, mm. like why not do it? Why mm. not do what you love? And I was like, okay, bet. And that's how it became my passion. Once I realized that telling the story means so much to me and that it's literally what I, how I get into everything. Like ten twenty seven, I wear on my wrist. It's literally like, you know, like I got temple because of the story. Like, you know. So, I mean, I think that's what makes it. That's how I found my passion, to be honest. And
0: so. what I want to point out from you, Jess, is a lot of us, we may start something and then we hit a problem. We hit a hump in the road. Oh, yeah. A big hump in the road. Yeah. But when you're passionate about it, there is no obstacle. It's exactly. like big I'm going to figure that, it out. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. And I think it is so inspiring to hear, you know, the principal wasn't messing with what you were doing. Exactly. Even though it was pure positivity. It was, 100%. But, and then somebody else gets in a car accident on the way to get what, what you yeah, needed to get exactly. done. exactly. And you still here. You're at Temple University. Everybody knows about your stuff. And I think it's just so inspiring. And the next thing I want to ask you, though, and, it, and it's kind of more geared to you. Okay. Because when I look at Jess it's not like anybody else it's like one person could only be that you know what <laughs> i'm saying like i can't Jamar. i can't even say like she reminds me no you just you and I think that's why everybody rocks with you. That's why everybody rocks with just for the culture because it's like, yo, this girl is just a full embodiment embodiment of herself regardless what nobody else thinks. And I think, you know, every time I have a person in here, I want to focus on what makes them special. And I think one thing that makes you special is, you know what I'm saying, you're unapologetically just. And I want the viewers to know what's the importance in that and what, what does it mean to be yourself?
1: Uh, <laughs> I like that you said unapologetically me like I, mm-hmm. I really do I think I do believe that that's that's literally what I am you know I, I honestly I really I like to, I, I don't like to, I don't care what people think mm-hmm. you know I, I really don't because if I did like you know I mean I guess you know I did get discouraged when it came to the image like using that as an example but, and I did want to like, you know, stop, but only because I worked so hard on it. Mm. You know, I worked so hard to get to where I was and she just, you know, didn't even, I didn't get an explanation. That's what was, that's what was upsetting me. I got no explanation, but you know, when he said, let's do it again. I said, bet there no, no second thought. I was like, okay, bet. Here I go. designing this. Got the image ready. Like I didn't care what anybody, nobody stopped me at that point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, I guess when, like you saying unapologetically me, I, what makes me me is I guess, cause I just don't care. Not don't care, but you know, I'm not going to let your opinion of me factor into mm. who I am. And I'm very much so. When I tell you I'm determined, after I just told you that story, I'm pretty. I, I'm damn well determined to do what mm. I want to do. Like, you know, if I have my mindset on something, I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to do it to my best of my ability.
0: Yeah, And I think one thing about life is there's going to be obstacles regardless. There's always going to be obstacles. And one thing you don't want is your your mind factoring in someone else's opinion exactly. of stopping you of getting to your dream. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a car crash. There's going to be something that happens. Mm-hmm. But please, I I'm telling everybody who's listening, don't let the inner hate of yourself or the inner hate of somebody else, not inner hate, but somebody else yeah. hating on you influence what you have beautifully in your life.
1: Exactly. If you got that dream, you know, like believe in that dream. Turn mm-hmm. it into reality. Don't exactly. let somebody stop you.
0: Facts. And so Nobody, nobody, stop, nobody stops Jess. <laughs> and Nobody's stopping and, me. And the thing about Jess is everybody knows Jess before they know Jess. Because everybody knows, everybody knows that everybody has a shirt. Everybody got okay. one of the shirts with the flags on it. Everybody uh-huh. is like, yo, where'd you get that shirt? And it's oh. Jess. So my question for you, I want some game to be given out today. Okay. I want them to know how did you build this contagious movement on Temple's campus, how did you build this word of mouth where you were basically working without – you were having ads going in college without you even having to get out of your apartment because everybody was talking about it. Maybe you – it just kind of happened. It just <laughs> – yes. but could you kind of speak to how yeah. you like started this movement, this contagious really you know, conversation about further culture? Could you explain that?
1: Yeah, I can. I like that you said contagious. That's, that's new. That's new, and I like that. Um, honestly, when I was coming into Temple – you know, you know how you have those Facebook group chats, you know, like the 20, class of 2022, you know, of course. So there was a there was a people like talking about like, oh, add me on Snapchat and there was a black group chat. I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna be a part of that. Hello. I, you know, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be the closest thing to HBCU I can get to. So here we go. And I was in that group chat and I said, hey, guys, like, you know, I'm selling like for the culture shirts, you know, they look like this there's for this da da da, da mm-hmm. you know and you had some people that were just looking at like oh, okay like but I, I made sure i sent pictures in that mm-hmm. you may not have the money now or you may not want to look at it but i'm i'm very persistent i'm mm-hmm. like, I bring it up in a week hey y'all still want this no okay whatever you know and that was how i started one i started getting people um, to, to to buy it. Some people will hit me up like, oh, I'll get it in like two weeks or I'll get it in like three weeks or I'll get it when I get some money. And the thing is, I'll always be like, if you tell me like you want it and you'll get it in two weeks when you get your paycheck, I'll be like, okay, bet. I'll send it to you
0: like In two weeks? Week. I, no, not in, oh, not in two weeks. Oh, not even two weeks. I'll send
1: it to you next week when you get your paycheck. <laughs> you really want to, you can send it to you, When you get your paycheck, just pay for it then. Pay mm-hmm. for it then. And that's how I started in one. And then you know it became me just all right. Let me just DM people. I'm not afraid. Like I told you, I do not care. A simple no, that's not going to st- discourage me. I'm be like, okay. You Ooh, didn't y'all got to hear that one. Y'all got to hear that. A simple no one. didn't discourage me. Like mm. no, thank you. Some people be like, oh sis, I didn't like your approach. Ooh, I no, thank you. Mm, it's not my style. That's fine. Is what it is. That's fine. I'll be like, oh, I apologize for that. Or if, you know, because sometimes you'll say like. Oh, hey, love, would you like, oh, don't call me. Oh, I'm, I'm I've, like, I apologize for that. You know, no mm-hmm. disrespect by it. I just wanted to know, like, I'm, I'm, i wanted to tell you what I wanted to what I'm doing. I want to know if you'd be interested in, in buying so mm-hmm. and so and so. And that's what I do. I started DMing people. I even had a point one, one time where I made flyers. I posted that. Uh, actually, that's what I did when I lived in the edge, uh, uh my freshman year. I made flyers. Okay. I posted that around places. I was like, here you go, girl selling, you know, shirts for the culture church. Girl you know? Scout cookies. Yeah, girl Scout cookies. You want some, you know? But they were like, no, we don't want your cookies, little girl. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I did things like that. Um, you know, I, I tried to get out. Oh, I, the guy I was telling you about who, who inspired me to start mm-hmm. it, Tom Williamson, he actually, you know, he, not, not bought one. I gave him one actually for free because I was like, you were the inspiration behind it. I gave it to him. When he posted it, I had people that were coming to me like, oh, I want this, that, there. now I know that people who've seen him wear it, he had, a, I, I don't know, like, Maybe 500k at that point. So like he's seen people seeing him, you know. So they were like, okay, yeah, I want this. And then I like I told you when I was DMing people randomly, how I don't care. I I came across uh because uh, I have a Dwayne Wade son wearing this girl Zaire Wade. Yep. Yeah, Zaire and uh, Janelle, and Janelle's a sweetheart. Oh my goodness, I DM'd her talking about it, you know. And when I tell you this girl, like she could have been like, no, sis, like I don't want your mm-hmm. stuff, you know. She was. Were you very- cold DM'd her? Yeah. She got the... I tell you, I don't even remember how I found sis. Like, it was... You know, I told you. I DM random people. Mm -hmm. I see friend of a friend, cousin of a cousin, brother of this. i even... Your mom, your dad, your sister, you know, everybody. Everybody getting it. The thing is, I didn't even... Like, it wasn't that, oh, I knew Zaire was... Mm -hmm. You know, that was... Zaire was her her boyfriend. I went to her.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: then later on, she's like, oh, my boyfriend might want one, did it? And I was like, okay. It just happens to be. And I was like, your boyfriend? I found out. She was like, you didn't know that? I was like, sis I." Listen, I was not paying attention to that, but I'm glad that you know he has it. Mm-hmm. And because when that picture I posted it, more people like mm-hmm. you know started. Okay, now now I'll get your shirt. Now I'll get this. Mm-hmm. Once they see, and that's the thing though. I wish you took a chance on me before seeing that someone with a bigger fan base or you mm. know, had it. That's why you want to buy it now. But you is know, what it, it is, is what it, exactly it is what it is.
0: And I think what's cool about you know the DMs, the the just brutally just going up to people. Shows when you're doing something you love and you're that committed, you got to relinquish all that. Exactly. All that scaredness, all that fear. It's going to be that there. fear
1: has to go away. It it's going to go be away. there.
0: It's going to be there. But, you know, you just got to do what you got to do because you genuinely love what you're doing and you're committed to it. There's a lot of things in life that we really want, but we don't want it enough. So we're not going to relinquish that fear. Exactly. You said bump it. I'm going all in. But I think that's a part. Partially, that's just you. Yeah. But the other part about that I want to talk to you about is the harsh reality of being a black woman and a business. Oh, owner. Oh wow. And when it comes to somebody taking you serious no, yeah. and just reciprocating the value you already gave to them for your your brand. Could you kinda of speak on that?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm telling you, it it you know, I've started this because I told you that I, the African American Club was taken as a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to be seen as a joke. That's one thing that I'm not. Mm-hmm. My mama didn't raise no fool. Like I'm gonna let you know this right now. But to be viewed, you know, I I, I, I forget who said this. This famous quote about, you know, the most disrespected, neglected, mm-hmm. unprotected woman, black black woman. Is, is the black woman, person in America is black woman. And it, it's so true. It, mm. It's very much so true because when, you know, I, I recently did a pop-up shop um, with my friend, okay. Mildred, you know, and, you know, she had, she started her own business. And it's, I've seen the obstacles that she had to go through as well, but as a black businesswoman too. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that pop-up shop, when I tell you it was a room full of, you know, it was room full of her, her obviously it was her thing, but she also had other brands come in mm. there to try to sell their things. Uh, it was like guys who were running their own brand mm-hmm. people would look at me like oh this is you oh wow like you know like surprisingly but if mm. you saw the person next to me that was a guy you'd be like that's oh course. wow that's cool like that's dope but seeing that it was a black person that black woman i should say mm-hmm. i was running it they were like surprised like that a black woman could do something like this mm. like you know i have people around campus like oh that's your brand oh i didn't know like wow. that's you know kind of like shocking like you know kind of like not no way diminishing my work you know like yeah like really like no you couldn't have started this I'll go into Mecca's barbershop. That's also how I try to get mm-hmm. my, you know, my clothes out there. You gotta there. do what you gotta do. Yeah. And I'll have all the guys looking like, no, she's not selling it. And they won't take you seriously too. They'll try to like flirt and, you know, hit on mm. you and all this stuff. And I'll be like, I'm I'm trying to just do my like I'm I'm just trying to sell. Like, you know, there's no there's no flirting I am going to do with you. There's no whatever. Strictly I'm business. Strictly business. Strictly business. But you know, they don't they don't see it as that until I make them see it like that. I start telling you my story and I start telling you, you know, how much it means to me. I basically tell you my passion and mm-hmm. then you start seeing like oh, wow, you're no joke. Like, you're mm-hmm. serious about what you do. Maybe I'll start taking you serious. Like, you know, but it, it's, it is very hard. It's very mm. hard to to get people to, to believe and in, in trust you as a black woman in society, you know. I feel like you have to work, work twice as hard just to get half as far.
0: I feel it. I feel it. And I want to say, you know, to everybody, I encourage everybody, and this is something I talk about in season one, for people to take you seriously, you have to first take yourself seriously.
1: Absolutely, Jamar, absolutely. And
0: it it hurts my heart to hear, as somebody who knows what it feels like to take your brand seriously, that you took. Because I know you take it seriously. We just went through your whole day. Oh yeah, come you on. You know what I'm now. saying? So I, it just hurts my heart. And I and I would want to support you even more right now because it's, it, you, you deserve it so much, Jess. yeah And so the last thing I want to ask you is what would you say to that young kid who's thinking about starting a brand, thinking about starting a business? What would, what would be your number one advice for that girl or that guy who wants to be a business owner?
1: I'm going to tell you right now, don't let fear stop you. Okay. There's two sides you can look at fear. F, everything and run, or face everything and rise. I'm telling you, Joshua 1, nine is a quote, is, you know, Bible verse that got me through it. You know, remember that I commanded you to be strong and full of great courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's a quote that I learned at a young age that stuck with me. Mm. Fear really messes a lot of things up, but listen, if you want to start something, do it. Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it, okay? Don't let anyone make you be quiet. Go out and do what you love. And honestly, the the last thing that I actually want to say on that is that if even if you don't like even if you do something and you don't think that you'll you'll be an inspiration, I promise you you will be mm. you know my my favorite quote by Tupac is the one that says, you know i'm not gonna I'm not saying I'm gonna change the world, but I'm saying I'm gonna spark the brain that changes the world. you never know you can spark the brain that changes the world,
0: man, Jess, you speak in my language, and I want to tell everybody I'm in my passion right now hearing somebody passionate talk it it, is beautiful so the last thing i want to say i just want to say so much we really appreciate you here root of everything Jess, you're a full embodiment of a rooted individual and we hope your business ventures are great for the future we thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me jamar
0: no problem we'll see y'all next time